light today. Mine don't. Smile. I hope it picked that up. Welcome to the Taking Sides Podcast. I'm your host, Al Walsh, and we are brought to you by usodds.com. Make sure you go there each and every week to get yourself acquainted with the football schedule going up. Uh, of course, we got the great uh, prop bet articles, betting articles, and everything else you need to know in between. Once again, that's going to be us-odds.com. As always, I'm joined by Paulie Parlays. You can find him on Twitter at Game Day Facts. You can find myself, Al Walsh, there on Twitter as well at 14a.walsh. Paul, I know last week was kind of a uh, sort of a weird week, you know, with Thanksgiving and everything like that. We haven't done a show in, what's it, nine days it's been. So it's good to see you're still alive. I'm still alive. This whole thing is kicking. The operation is nice. Yeah, it's great to see you. It's weird. Yeah, I know. How was how how Thanksgiving? This in this special 2020 that we're in, uh, my Thanksgiving was weirdly small. It's usually Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it's the only time that I see my adult cousins where it's all of us, where there are usually about 30 of us. So okay. we, we did a we, we we got together on Zoom, but it really wasn't the same. Obviously, we usually like play charades and stuff and do drunken fun Thanksgiving things. So I got to spend Thanksgiving with just mama, papa and grandma who doesn't know that anything's occurring, but I ordered from an amazing barbecue place on Long Island called biscuits and barbecue. Yeah. Some, some of the best food I've ever had. Um, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to, I'm going to thank Joan. She's the owner. Um, so Shout good. out to Joan. So, 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 so good. If and when you come visit me out here on the island, I will get that. And then it's you'll a big understand. F. It's a big F. F after the COVID. After you, know, the COVID. you know how I feel about Long Island. How do you feel about the Long Island? Oh, it's not good. Not good. What? It's long. I mean, for one, I mean, I've taken many trips out there. I've even, I've done it by car, by train. My mom, <laughs> my, my mom, it's long. My, my mom had a place out in East Hampton for a couple of years, as did my aunt. And, you know, I'd go out there, you know, do the week, uh, you know, since it's all the way out there, as I mentioned, quite long. But, you know, I just, it's tough, man. It, you know, you're not very close to anything. So I, I just can't do it. What, what, what do you mean? I'm so confused by you. I am the same distance from Manhattan as you are, but you're in Jersey City. Nah, but but I can take that. I could take the train right in there. I, you I know, can take the train right there as well. Yeah, but it's long. Like you see all like fields and stuff on the way. At least I'm going under the the water. You know, like it's a nice quick 15, 20 minute shot to Manhattan. I have to, go, I have to go under as well in order to get into Penn Station. Yeah, but that's just one part, man. I'm talking about the whole <laughs> way. The whole way. How, how long? Okay, so if we're going to Penn Station, how long is your trip? Uh, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Okay. From, so from Jersey City? Mine's 45. Okay. Yeah, see, that's exactly what I'm talking about right there. That's double the time. We don't want to go to Manhattan now anyway. We're perfect. We're just far enough away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, given how everything's been going in the world, it, it is time to move out to the suburbs at some point soon. So you you uh, live in like the mini burbs where like Jersey City and Hoboken, 
their suburbs, but not really. It's like a mini city next to a city. Mm, nah, Jersey City, Hoboken, a very, very city. Uh, Bayonne, where I live now, I'm, I'm like, I can pretty much spit over to Staten Island. So I'm kind of like in that area, but. I'm thinking, you know, more like the Jersey Shore area. Uh, my girlfriend works up in, you know, when, you know, we're allowed to go back into offices and whatnot. Uh, she's up there in like Parsippany in North Jersey. So that's another idea. I'm just saying, you know, I just want to know if they got good golf courses in the area. Because once I go out to, once I go yeah. out to suburbia, yeah. social life is over. It's all golf all the time. Yeah, you you want to come golf? Come out to the island. I'll golf with you. I'm terrible, but I'm a lot of fun on a golf course. I just, I don't want that New York you I'll come, to, I'll come to jersey no because how do i get my my lefty clubs they're very unique because they're lefties so i can't rent clubs or anything so I'd have my to, mom i'd have to take them on like the subway or in my car i've done it i've done it before i can put them in my car that's no problem oh yeah, no, hey, I, I, hey uh bear to jerry thanks for the follow love that guy great guy big big fan of jerry Big fan. So, yeah, so Thanksgiving was kind of weird. I, it was the first outdoor Thanksgiving that I've ever done. Uh, got a little nippy there at the end. Even had to put some dec- uh, Christmas decorations up at the, the lady's parents' house. That was interesting. Uh, there were no Griswold moments, which was good. And then wow. uh, that was my mom's birthday on that Friday. So I went over there, about a 15, 20-minute drive, uh, you know, in between the parents' houses there. So, uh, you know, got to, got to see her. So it was very cool. And then Sunday – just the most profitable Sunday of the NFL season for myself. Absolutely needed it. A uh, perfect 4-0 clean sweep on the day. So, uh, you know, that even was coupled. I did a, a two-team parlay uh, between Giants money line, which ended up being the right move, and going with the Patriots plus three, which almost got derailed. But, you know, thank God for uh, Isaiah Simmons hitting uh, Cam Newton a little high out of bounds. That was good. And, uh, yeah, I, Tennessee money line. So I know the first game that we're going to talk about is the Titans. So uh, we're not going to segue into it just yet, but, uh, you know, that's, that, that's right there. Wait, we didn't even talk about this. What's that? I hit a 14 parlay. Okay. Giants money line, Titans money line. Okay. Seahawks money line, Pats plus three and a half. Interesting. The same three games. <laughs> I didn't talk about it. But we both won. Yeah, that's good. Do you know how funny that is? Yeah. Where, and where, where were you on the, I, I'm sure you were, you were on the Seahawks also. But that's what we've always said. When you and I think the same way, it's automatic. I, I actually sat out the Monday night game. I just I didn't have a great feel on it. Uh, wound up, you know, Eagles getting that backdoor cover miraculously. But uh, speaking of miraculous backdoor covers, I took my Tampa Bay uh, – Buccaneers. I, I gave the Tampa Bay for the Lightning, but uh, I had the Bucks on Sunday. I actually bought it up to plus four, but you know that miraculous uh, backdoor cover there by Brady and, and the boys there uh, really benefited myself. That was probably actually one of my biggest bets of the year that I took there. So imagine the uh, the jubilation that I felt there with uh, Brady and the boys bringing a making a nice little comeback there. I'm very happy for you after yeah. the, la- the last couple of weeks. Uh, I know you're – how do we explain your relationship with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of these – not that you're – you're not a front runner, but like no. – God, no. But when they're good, you like love, love, love them. And when they're bad, you have a terrible weekend. And I'm just like, bro, it's just one game. Let it go. 
They, you, you knew they were going to go 10 and six, somewhere between 10 and six and 12 and four this season. That's yep. exactly where they're going to end up. And it's just a question of, are they going to get lucky where they get to play the Giants in the first round? You can tell me that prior to the season, prior to the day, whatever. But you know how it is, man. Like you're you're in the, the mix of all this stuff and all the emotions start going. The spirits are flowing and you're in your giant Starbucks cup and all that stuff. You know, like a new cup for real, man. I gotta see, I have a P cup. We gotta get you an A cup. <laughs> now I like I I have another big cup like this, but so my best friend's girlfriend actually brought it over. They came over to barbecue one day, and so she's a teacher, and it's the the way that the cup is, it's like a like a lined piece of paper, essentially. Like that's how the cup looks. So I was like, I like that cup. And the day that she was over was my birthday. And she says, you know what? You could have it. So I, I used that cup and, and there we go. So I didn't so I actively chose this cup over the poop emoji cup because you won oh, last week. Yeah, man, I'm on fire and uh, take a side. Watch watch this. There, there she is. <laughs> yes. I put, it, I put the Giants hat on George. Very nice. Very nice. Now that that could very well end up being a uh, you know a, a very telling sign for the Giants this week. They have a very tough matchup in Seattle, which we're certainly going to get to. But um, to start, oh, that's a four o'clock, so we don't. That is a four o'clock game. I definitely want to start Cleveland, Tennessee, because I think that this is going to be probably the most exciting game of the one o'clock window. So. You guys aren't looking at a screen or anything like that. The Titans are uh, six-point favorites in this game. We've got a total sitting at 53-and-a-half. Uh, money lines for the teams, uh, Tennessee at minus 245, while the Browns are there at plus 220. Now, it's very interesting because we've got sort of a tale of two cities with these teams. Tennessee, uh, as we alluded to earlier, they look fantastic against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, on the road there, getting a little bit of uh, – Got a little bit of revenge from that from the first time that the team saw each other, and then we saw Cleveland uh, just eke out uh, a victory in Jacksonville this week by two points. They stopped the two point conversion there at the end. So curious to know what side you're on. I this is probably going to be my favorite, mm, maybe second favorite bet of the week here. But where you lean in here? I'm smiling because I know that we're on the same side here, mm-hmm. and it marginally doesn't make any sense but yeah I like, I like cleveland as a road dog getting six points but i'll take their money line where i feel like cleveland has been four of their last five games have not been real football games where sure. the weather has affected them oh so much but i think if you don't know and understand that all you see is since Odell Beckham Jr. has been out, they haven't scored a lot of points. But the truth is, those games have all been forced massive run games, yeah. which is fine because that's their strength. You have Nick Chubb, who top three back in the league. I can't question it anymore. He's so good. Yeah. And then you have Kareem Hunt, who is their backup, but he'll start on 70% of other teams. So sure. You have two amazing running backs, and the way that their team is functioning right now is <laughs> Baker Mayfield don't mess up. Like sure. that's it. If he if he doesn't screw up, and also Miles Garrett will be back this week, who they won the game without him, which was dumb luck. 
So that's so the way that I'm feeling this right now is the Browns are underrated. The Titans are overrated because we saw their last game. So I'll put a couple shekels on the Browns money line, but I think Browns plus six Browns plus seven is a pretty safe bet. Yeah, uh, of course, on the Browns here as well. And you I know, knew it. Yeah, and look, I think I that we kind of the way you were hinting. I'm like, we're in the same boat. I don't, I don't think that we're going to see any better than this, right? Like, there's a couple books that have it at five and a half right now, but um, you know, six is probably going to be your best number, right? Without six is the number that you wanted at five yeah. and a half doesn't matter. So, I mean, look, I, I feel comfortable even buying up a whole point to go to seven here. I'm going to see, you know, what else is on the board uh, come a little closer but to game time. But, look, I think that, you know, when we look at the Titans, this is just not a good defense. And, you know, things can get started through the run, obviously. Uh, Kareem Hunt had a season low, I think, snap percentage carries last week. Uh, you know, I guess he's been feeling a little banged up, so more of the Nick Chubb show. I mean, this should be a fantastic matchup here. Chubb and Derrick Henry, both of whom are going to be in my running back uh, prop article this week on usoz.com. So definitely want to check that out. Now, what's interesting, too, is I also put Baker Mayfield in there. Uh, this is the highest total of the week for any game that we got going on. So I am really looking forward to this. And again, you look at Baker Mayfield's prop numbers, they are not that big at all, right? So again, just as you said, hey, Cleveland, or hey, Mayfield, don't go out there and screw it up for Cleveland. Well, all he's got to do is not go out there and screw it up here in the prop bets. Check this out, Paul. Again, against the Tennessee defense, uh, over one and a half passing touchdowns, you get plus 130. Over 218 and a half passing yards, minus 120. Uh, completions, 18 and a half, even money. And then to not throw an interception, plus 125. Uh, granted, you know, we we know Mayfield has been pretty dumb at times and, uh, you know, not cer- cer- certainly not, uh, you know, valuable of that number one pick at times as well. But again, I just think that the matchup kind of lends some optimism in this sense. And, uh, you know, those are not big numbers that he has to hit at all. Tennessee wants to stack the box and try to stop the run first. This could be a nice day for Mayfield. Yeah, I just think it I, – I say it comes down to Mayfield, but if Chubb does what he's been doing recently, I don't know that it matters all that much. The Titans are one of – so there's like four or five teams, which include the Titans, that I just don't like betting their games because they – are Cleveland is one of them as well, where they're one of those teams that some, some weeks is, is a world beater and another week just doesn't show up where that's, what's tricky. Cause I have two teams that I feel very similarly about, but I just think the, I think the line is too much. Is yeah, really absolutely. One, that's what this one comes down to where I think the six, five and a half, wherever you are, I don't think that the Titans are a touchdown better than than the Browns, no matter where they're playing. Uh, one other thing to note here, too, which I also like for Mayfield, uh, the the 53.5 total here, this will be the second highest total for a Browns game this season. Uh, the, the highest total that they had this season was the 56.5 at Dallas back in week four. There were 87 total points scored in that game, so – Vegas is trying to tell us anything here by making this the highest total of the week, then 
I I definitely feel like we should pay attention for sure. Um, as I mentioned, you know, USSS.com, you're going to check out these prop bets uh, that I laid out there. A lot of, a lot of great numbers here that are certainly going to help them too. So make sure you go check those out. Uh, big shout out here real quick to Dodger Blue Steph and Pauline, the Bulls fan, uh, sending us uh, some tokens there. We're going to take those right to the arcade, trade them in for some tickets and get ourselves a stuffed bear. By stuff bear, I mean, you know. And Mama number 24. Vodka. Thanks for the follow. Yes, absolutely. We got a lot of people tuning in tonight. 11, 13, 15. The numbers are just going up, 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 there up. There are also people that are not signed in that are watching and listening. Oh, yeah. I know this for a fact because I just checked my phone. I got text messages. That's it. That's great. That's great. Um, By the way, Mayfield, too, if you're into the DFF now, I, I think this is why I was so successful in betting this weekend is because I didn't play DFS at all. I, I didn't do the hometown league. I didn't do anything. And again, that's why the profit margin at the end. <laughs> I've been okay. so bad at DFS. So just learn. Yeah. Oh, no. Believe me. DFS is done until further notice. It's done. Until, until you get an email saying, deposit bonus. You get free. Yeah. Whatever. Yay. Basically, but but no, uh, Mayfield 5300 on DraftKings this week. Uh, I think that's pretty pretty damn interesting to say the least. It's cheap, it's cheap. Yeah, I mean, you get one of the quarterbacks in the highest total game of the week. Come on, let's go, folks. All right, uh, anything, oh, anything else in this game? If it's the highest total game of the week, we're taking the under. Oh no, we have the, we have the two best running backs in the league playing in the same game. Why would we not take the under? It could happen. I'm just being logical. There's. I mean, I just laid out the point. Are their running game? I laid out the point the last time the Browns had a, a 50 point total in a game. You know, it had 87 total points in the game. So. I heard. I'm just. I'm just. I'm logicaling your statistics. Logicaling. I like it. I like it. You like what I did there? All right. Next what's, game. What's, what's next? Wait. Why don't you get closer to the camera? Well, next game of the week. No, I, I would love to go to Minnesota. What's, what's that hat? I, 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 it's a, is it a minor league team? Yeah, this is the Columbia Fireflies. Now, I am – yeah, I am not – this is a former Tim Tebow vehicle, uh, the Columbia Fireflies. But, yeah, I, you know, it's messed up because they're a Mets organization team who I, I just cannot stand. Uh, but, you know, being a Philadelphia Phillies fan, but, but yeah. The, the neon, you know, it, it, it sucked me in. And look, I got the neon shirts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Got to coordinate. So we're going to get you a one of those uh, Color Rush Seattle Seahawks jerseys. <laughs> I love those. I would wear that walking the dog like, area. They're like nicely ugly is how yeah. you describe that. Yeah. I, I like I like the ensemble with the, the green on the blue. If you're playing laser tag, do not wear that jersey. <laughs> not a laser tag guy. Come on. Laser tag's amazing. When all of this is over, like when life go back, goes back to normal. I don't know that I it will. I want to have a – because I missed a birthday. I want to have a laser tag birthday party. Mm. You don't think that would be fun? Would you not come? I mean, I would, but I wouldn't like it. Why not? What if we did paintball? I do shit I don't like all the time, you know. Like, just add it onto the list. Paintball, or laser tag. Paintball. I, I, you know, I've never done paintball, but I want a paintball. They're similar, but paintball you actually like get hit and it can hurt. 
That's not fun. My whole life has been taking one pain after the other. So what you know, what's a paintball in the side of the skull, right? You wear a helmet, don't worry. Yeah, I'll be it fine. It hurts when they don't when the ball doesn't explode, that's when it hurts. <laughs> then you're getting hit by a pellet. Yeah, I'm putting my balls in the freezer. And you, get these, and you get these welts. It's really it's not I do when, you, when you get hit and the, the ball explodes, you don't even notice it's happening. It's it's when the ball doesn't explode that you're like you scream and it hurts and you're like, God, <laughs> and I'm still in the game. That's that's typically what happens. All right, all right. Uh, let's let's mosey our way up north to Minnesota. I think this game is pretty interesting on a couple individual aspects. Uh, we'll go with the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings open as nine point favorites, but they have since moseyed their way up to ten and a half in this game. We got a total that opened at fifty. We're seeing it at a couple different books. We'll just we'll keep the total at fifty for argument's sake right now. Um, money line's pretty damn high for the Vikings, uh, minus 500, uh, plus 430 for the Jaguars in this game. So uh, last week, the Vikings looked like they were in a bit of trouble there against Carolina Panthers, uh, ended up, you know, having a pretty damn good comeback there. Uh, BB, what the, uh, why am I? Come on, it's Don BB's son. Yeah, that's why I couldn't think of the guy's name. His son's name is? Don't know. Come on. Courtney? No. It's not Courtney. I know. Come on. Jeff? Still wrong. Derek. Hey, <laughs> you're just going to. I don't know. What is it? What is it? Yeah, I want you to keep naming white people names because it's funny. Connor. Ooh, close, but no cigar. Chad. It might be Chad. I think it is actually, but yeah. So he fumbles the punt, and then Minnesota and let's keep naming white people. So, so, uh, so Chad ends up dropping the punt there, and you know, looks like ball game over. Uh, no, Minnesota gets a stop, forces a field goal, and then the Kirk Cousins band comes all the way down the field. Now, uh, pretty interesting. To know here, Vikings still somewhat alive somehow in the NFC. Uh, so obviously, a win here against Jacksonville is of the utmost importance. But ten and a half is a lot to cover here, uh, especially against Jacksonville. Do you think Jacksonville can pull a cover here for the second straight week? I don't. But also, this line opened at like seven and a half or eight, which is crazy. I thought the line was light to start now i think it's heavy where at this point i'm probably off at 10 and a half if you put a gun to my head i'll take the vikings minus 10 and a half um i would like it at any the number i wrote down was minnesota minus seven because that open that was doable now it's not i'm not buying three points that's crazy but the the jacksonville jaguars are terrible they're trying to lose at this point it's just a question of how much do they lose by. They're, them and the Jets are the, the coaching staff. I think the coaching staff is trying to win, but the management, the GMs and so on and so forth, are right. trying to lose. Where Mike Glennon should not be starting over Jake Luton. There's no point in that. See, let, let the young kid play, see if he's got anything. But I think that, they're, that Jacksonville actually thinks that Glennon gives them a better chance to lose. Interesting. If that's uh, like that's and the Vikings, the Vikings are winning this game, 
like you could throw them on the back end of a parlay happily, simply. They're going to win the game. I just don't know by how much. You know, it, the one thing that stands out to me is you see the total sort of going up, right? Like if we want to, whatever, games at, at 50, we said at the open, uh, 51 and a half right now at some sports books. But you see that total going up. And meanwhile, can you hear me now? I just, oh, I can hear. No, you. no, I just, I just got a a, a DM that, that said that you are so much louder than me. <laughs> so I turned my volume up, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. That was that was inappropriate of me. I mean, you know, we're all allowed second chances in life, so I, I will certainly give you one here. Three, two, go. Uh, but no, but you know, it's interesting to see like. 82% of the money towards the under in this one. Meanwhile, we're getting the total going up. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think yet. But uh, Kirk Cousins is a quarterback that I had in the quarterback props article this week. I got him on the over yards and touchdowns. So a uh, pretty interesting number here. Uh, looking at Cousins, uh, his prop bets in this one, over two and a half passing touchdowns, plus 165. We're getting a lot of juice on that one. But – I think that also kind of lends some optimism towards the under. You know, these prop bets are very telling. You know, you remember that game where we saw the uh, the Seahawks and the Rams, both Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, you know, they, they had those numbers that were just astronomically low, uh, you know, with the juice and everything, and it ended up turning out well. But I, I don't know. I, I, I like Cousins in this matchup. Jacksonville's got the fourth worst pass defense, getting Adam Thielen back this week. And I'm sure – if you're a Dalvin Cook fantasy owner, you heard uh, Gary Kubiak's uh, adage this week, basically saying, eh, I don't know, guys, uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, he feels a little banged up right now. And people are like, what? So Cook even came out this week himself, and he was like, no, 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 I'm all good. But you have to wonder, in this game against the Jaguars, are they really going to push him, you know, pedal to the metal? I don't think so. They got a pretty big matchup with Tampa Bay next week. So you would think that, you know, he's probably going to, you know, keep him on the shelf a little bit. Does that mean more Madison touches? You know, I don't know. I just think that this sets up nice for Cousins to have a pretty big passing game. So uh, I, I'm I'm seriously thinking about throwing that uh, over two and a half passing touchdowns down because, you know, you look at Cousins' numbers, he's thrown for at least 280 yards in each of the last three games. Uh, they're definitely letting him toss that ball. Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson against this porous Jacksonville secondary. I think things are looking up in that regard. So we did say this could end up being more of a fantasy football show than a betting show this week since there's a lot of weird matchups. But I, I like that for Cousins. Speaking of that, okay. I have my longest running fantasy league with my friends from high school. This league has been around forever. Okay. I have the Carolina – backfield on a bye so Mike okay. Davis McCaffrey I have Leonard Fournette on a bye and I have Antonio Gibson I do not have a second running back it, would it be crazy to spend a buck on Madison as a plug and play just in case as of now our waivers went through today I spent three dollars on Jeff Wilson Jr. okay I assume he'll get between six and ten touches I don't know what they'll be. I don't know. He had 12 last week in his first week back. He's going to split with Mostert. McKinnon might come back. I'm in a really tricky situation here where the running backs on waivers were so barren 
that I spent three dollars on Jeff Wilson Jr. Okay. Oof, that's a tough one. Madison's available, and I could spend a buck on him and just take a shot. I even thought about picking up Kyle Juszczyk because maybe he'll get a touchdown. <laughs> Juice, I love that guy. But those are that is the thinking. That's where I'm at because of the options. On I spent three dollars on Jeff Wilson Jr. I could have spent a buck, but I right. wanted to make sure I got him. But he could also do nothing this weekend. Yeah. If Tevin is back and McKinnon is there too, doesn't he then drop to their fourth guy? Absolutely. Yeah. He'll probably be covering punts or some shit like that. But hey, yeah, punt, I punt return touchdowns would count. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I mean, bad on whoever has Dalvin Cook for not having Madison as the handcuff, you know? They, he, the, the, whoever, the guy that has him just dropped him. He, he also is in last place in the entire league. Pick him up. I, but then, but if I pick up Madison, I have to start him. So do I now drop Jeff Wilson Jr. for Madison? It's a it's I, literally, I think I will. it is, this is a one week play. It's, the, yeah. Between yeah. those guys. The other for that, that I am considering, but I kind of don't want to say it because I know guys in the league are listening right now is a, wait, do I, do I screw myself over? by naming the player on waivers that shouldn't be there. No, definitely not. Okay, I'll tell you no. what. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't give those people the satisfaction. No. Right? I he like it's a player that was a very early draft pick who's now kind of fallen down the depth chart, but I think in the last 5 weeks can put up good numbers. Which is He's also he's also on a team where you never know which running back is going to do well. So you do the math and figure that one out. Is their team name favorable to the country that we live in? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You, you got it. Smile about it. We'll talk about it later. But yes, <laughs> that, 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 that guy is available. Okay. All right. I think. Fair enough. I, I think. He's, he's arguably still the best running back in their backfield, but he's currently not getting any touches. Yeah. It's a, it's a sticky right? situation right? as well. Right? Yeah, right? absolutely. Absolutely. You are correct, my like, friend. He, I put in $2 for him in case I didn't get Jeff Wilson Jr. <laughs> that works. That works. Yeah, it was all logical. And I put in a buck for Madison, where that was my, my 3 two, one that I did today. And now we have waiver, waivers Saturday and Sunday as well. Where if I want to switch it, or if I, I own Foles and Tua, if either of them ends up being ruled out, I can also throw them on my IR and then pick up a, another running back, which is ultimately my plan for the week. All right. Hey, you probably helped a lot of people think through that. I'm sure. sure right? I, just, I, just, I just literally told everyone my plan. Yeah. This is great. I'm sure. I'm sure many of our listeners out there have the same exact problem. So you'll be just oh, fine. So, so we get two buys. Yep. I'm in third place with the most points. Okay. So I need one of the teams in front of me to lose, and I need to, to get the win. I'm actually playing the team with the third most points, but his team is four and nine because he's had, like, the worst luck on earth. Four and gotcha. nine, four and eight, whatever it is. He's He cannot make the playoffs even though he's got the third most points. It's just fascinating right. how, how how head-to-head is just dumb luck, and yet that is how we play this this sport. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right, we're going to go to a game you really like. It was your best bet of the week. Now you're kind of thinking of it, so we're going to talk about it. It's the Las 
Vegas Raiders at the New York football Jets. Uh, this line opened at eight in favor of the Raiders. They are up to nine. Uh, if you look on FanDuel, you could even do nine and a half there if you like the Jets for whatever goddamn reason. Uh, we've got a total that started at 48, and we have now seen it go down. Uh, DraftKings has it at 46 and a half. Uh, FanDuel there, 47 as well. Uh, tons of money pouring in on the Raiders here. 97% of the money on the money line here for the Raiders and 74% of the money on the spread there for the Raiders. Uh, in terms of the total, 72% of the money going towards the under in this game. So a lot of people not thinking too highly there. Uh, one one thing that's going to be interesting here for a lot of people, uh, Josh Jacobs, a uh, little nicked up here. So I know uh, Devontae Booker is – uh, is a guy that could certainly pop up on some radars this week. He might even be a guy that you could pick up, Paul, if nobody has him yet. So he's he, certainly – He's owned. I already said yeah. So that could be something. Now, the Raiders are absolutely coming off their worst game of the season by far. Not close. Uh, part of that, you know, Derek Carr had a kid, uh, I think it was Monday. So his head probably wasn't in the game there. Uh, had to do a little – you ever seen that movie Due Date, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, you know, the stewardess in that movie, we had her have my old radio show one time, Nathalie Fay, great gal, great gal. She was also she was also the uh, – you know, in uh, The Hangover, when they say, does Caesar live here at the uh, – at that, that one part? That's her. Same check. So – Is this the real Caesar's Palace? Yes. Exactly, that one. So this is sort of a, a tough situation here um, for the Raiders. They're still definitely still alive for the playoffs, absolutely. But, you know, second game in a row on the East Coast. The Jets looked like absolute shit last week, too. Three total points. They scored a field goal. They kicked the field goal on the opening drive, and then absolutely nothing from there. Um you like the Raiders coming into this week. What's your current feeling on them? So I lost a bit of money on the Raiders last week, but I am all over them again this week. When the, the lines first dropped, my best bet was Raiders minus seven, which I don't think we can get anymore. So another tip for our listeners is early in the week when these lines first come out, Typically, you can get the best line possible, where then, obviously, you, me, Joe Schmo down the block, we bet that guy. the lines then move, the sharps then come in, move it whatever, whichever way you want. So now we're up to nine, where I can't get the number that I love this game at. However, Josh Jacobs is questionable. If Josh Jacobs ultimately gets ruled out, I think some money will then come in on the Jets, and this line will move back closer to seven where I can then get it at seven. I am more than happy with Devontae Booker and Jalen Richard or Jalen Richard. I'm not sure which one it is. Oh, it's Richard. Getting, splitting the carries against the Jets. Also, the wind gusts are potentially going to be 35 miles an hour. Really? If that is the case, that leans even more towards the Raiders because they have a great run, run game. They have a great defense. And, you know, Look, I would love for Derek Carr to, to sling it and hit rugs, and hopefully Aguilar is healthy. Uh, Darren Waller should absolutely dominate the game. Um, but make sure that you check the weather report before you do any make any bets on this game because I read 
just last night up to 38 miles an hour where that is you can't pass you will be throwing four yard passes and running the ball mm. shit man i i might have to put some extra quarters in my pocket when i'm walking the dog on sunday Third, that's that's insane unless accuweather was wrong that's where I, that is my source accuweather I mean, everybody knows AccuWeather's the biggest fraud with their with their weather socks and whatnot. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking for the updated weather right now. Let's 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 see what what this says. It's 38. That's amazing, right? I'm actually so since the Bucks are on a bye week this week, the lady asked me. She's like, "Hey, you know, she's got a a play date with the dog set up with one of her friends." So I'm just like. Like I, initially, I'm like, nice. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a nice Sunday to myself at home. Blah blah blah. Paul, are you there? Of course, I'm here. Oh, you, you look dead frozen right there. Because I'm, re- I'm reading, I'm reading the weather. So I, so she's like, oh, you want to come? And I'm like, not really. You know, like I just kind of want to sit home and watch the games. I realize the Bucks are on a bye week, and pretty much all these games suck this week. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be doing the outdoors thing, but. Oh, so you're, uh, gonna get, so you're gonna get laid this weekend. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, every, everyone, you know, you've been so supportive through this rough time. No, but you know, I, I don't know. You know, the Jets absolutely rolled the Raiders last year. Same matchup. Um, you know, matchup at MetLife, and the Jets just absolutely bamboozled them. That was that was like real bad. It was like 34 to 6 or something like that. But I don't know. I think if I'm if I'm going to play anything in this game, I think it's going to be the under. Kind of just knowing, you know, those win conditions. Both, you know, the Jets' run defense is actually pretty good. You know, for how shitty they've been this season, uh, top ten DVOA against the run. And again, you know, if no Jacobs, it's because no one runs on them because they're so far behind. Oh, that's fine. Tell that to the numbers. I, I I'm not telling it to anyone. George, George heard we were talking about him. He joined us. I'm I'm, I'm looking up the weather is what I'm doing right now. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I I think if that's going to be the case, I would definitely take the under. Just that was the case last year. The under came in in on this game. So, yeah, I I would certainly, you know, feel comfortable doing that. Um, You know, Derek Carr, it's so funny. I really – I in in the uh, quarterback props article last week, I ended up writing him up had all these great numbers and everything. No, just absolutely disastrous. But yeah, if, if we're going to have, we're going to have near 40 mile an hour wind gusts, forget about it. That game was bad. Yeah. What, uh, anything on the weather? It's loading. So what it says here is check out the game Cause that's where you'll find it. Up great website. The game day.com, game day facts. We got you. Uh, the weather report for Met, MetLife Stadium calls for oh, intermittent meth. clouds and a high of 43 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. It's the potential for up to 38 mile an hour winds that could affect this contest. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I mean, the Raiders, they, they had a game not too long ago in Cleveland where the weather was absolutely disastrous. They ended up getting that win there against the Browns. So, yeah, I mean, look, there's a team that's built to play in conditions like that, you know, despite uh, living in Sin City and, you know, having that gorgeous weather there at the big toaster that they got. So this is uh, – I think this should work out well for them. 
I know the Jets are going to have one good game before the end of the season. I know it. It's just when when is that going to be? No. I'm not saying it's going to be Sunday. I'm saying they're going to have one game where where they either cover or damn near win the game. They're not going to win the game, but yeah, they'll they'll cover when the spread is 22. Yeah. But they're going to they're going to have a a game. Their schedule is actually disastrous. Like they they have a really bad schedule. Yo, find that 0 and 16 prop bet and take it. They are not going to win a game. 0 and 16. No. Their odds are probably minus money at this point. Yeah. All right. Agree or, agree or disagree? I'll agree with you here. Otherwise, I'd make you bet on 16 and 0. 0 and 16, I mean. Uh, any. Um, all right, let's move. Let's go to uh, Colts and the Texans. We've got the Colts as three point favorites in this game. Uh, Texans, you know, they had the, the Thanksgiving game. I'm sorry, three and a half for the Colts in this game. Uh, we had a total open up at 52. Uh, money line, yeah, not terrible. Uh, minus 180 for the Colts, plus 165 for the Texans in this matchup. So I guess the big news here Will Fuller uh, tested positive for performance enhancing. Drugs, my favorite kind of drugs, but they—he's uh, gone. He's done for the rest of the season and for the first game of next season. He. What's funny about that is he's a free agent. So, whichever team signs him, if that's the Texans or that's somebody else, uh, just know that you're getting Will Fuller minus a game pen uh, to that one. But I think you know, obviously, it's more of a, a disaster this week for the Texans, who have looked pretty damn good here in the last couple of weeks. But you're missing Fuller. Uh, Randall Cobb, he is out, correct, Cobb? He's questionable. I'm not sure that he's out. Out. Okay. Uh, nevertheless, losing a huge downplay, a downfield threat like Fuller is just going to spell disaster. So I, you know, at the beginning of the show, I said uh, the Browns are either my first or second favorite pick this week. The Colts are, you know, we're we're basically doing one A, one B here. Oh yeah, Cobb's on IR. He's done. I'm looking right now. Yeah, love, Cobb. You, oh, right. He might return 15. Yeah. Cobb's out. So, yeah, it's yeah. Kiki Cootie. Kiki Cootie. Um, so, you you love the Colts. Yes. At, at the Texans. Yes, I do. See, I initially wrote down Houston home dog, and then I have a giant arrow that says no fuller. Yeah. Which obviously changes things. But the what's the spread right now? Three and a half. Uh, three and a half. Should we take a side on this? I'll 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 bet that the Colts win by three and I still win. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Right? That's doable. Yeah. Where I initially I liked the, the Texans oh, as a home dog. Instead, I'll take the Texans plus three and a half, where I'll lose the game, but I'll win the bet. I'm already setting myself up for failure because you know my hatred for Philip Rivers. The guy throws the guy throws like that chick from Vanderbilt kicks. And this is essentially, you know, I'm setting myself up for failure here. And this is going to be the second time in three weeks that I, that I bet on Phillip rivers, but I, I don't care. I, I, I love the Colts roster. You know, if you just ask this guy to do just enough, then, you know, he's going to get it done. They got it done against the Packers a couple of weeks ago. They could sure as hell get it done against the Texans here. So I'm going to unconfidently, confidently take the Colts in this matchup. I just, I, it's more or less. What are you, what are you doing here? You are 
Taking A. Suck. That's right, folks. Nice. It's everyone's nice. favorite theme song. That's how you. That's how you brand the crap out of something. Absolutely. So yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna go with Colts three and a half. Uh, I think that they get this done. Uh, and of course, you know, we're not telling anybody anything they don't know already. But make sure you go ahead and get Kiki Cootie in your lineup because again, Deshaun Watson is playing at just an unbelievable level right now. So uh, you know, I think a lot of those downfield targets that Will Fuller uh, was getting, we could certainly. You know, say that Kiki Cootie is is in line, and he had a touchdown the other week. So good on him. So back to fantasy, since we've been jumping back and forth. I have Ben Roethlisberger, Deshaun Watson, and Taysom Hill. It's a two quarterback league. At this point, I think I'm benching Deshaun Watson. Really? Yeah, he's playing the Colts, who are a top five defense. Roethlisberger's playing Washington. He'll throw for two touchdowns easy. And Taysom Hill is playing Atlanta, who gives up the most points to fantasy quarterbacks this season. I got to tell you, we'll talk about that game next, so I'll save my comment for that. But, um, but yeah, I I don't know, man. Deshaun Watson, yeah, I mean, again, of course, like the guy can do it with his legs, and you know, he gets it done in a lot of ways. Let me put, let me tell you that I'll I'll allude to what we're going to talk about next. But I would say. I think that you'd be better suited to go with Watson over Taysom Hill. Even though Taysom Hill is playing Atlanta. Yeah. You know how hard that is? I do, but there are certain factors that you need to take into play that, yes, I understand that the numbers look great against Atlanta this season, but uh, damn it, I forgot what movie it is. But it's, Oh, it's Anchorman, where he says, as you once said, the times, they are a-changing. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. My my screen just froze there, so I was like, what, what, what? what? I got you. All right. So, so, wait, what's next? What's next? What's our next game? Let's go to, let's go to Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, since we were just discussing it. So, these two teams just played each other not too long ago. Uh, in this matchup, we have the... The Saints, you know, they opened as three-and-a-half-point favorites, but now uh, line's coming down. We've got, you know, DraftKings has uh, the Saints as two-and-a-half-point favorites. A couple other books have the Saints as as three-point favorites here, too. The big thing, I mean, look, you just talked about it, but Atlanta's defense is just out of this world. No, out of this world since making the head coaching change. Uh, Raheem Morris, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach and great. Uh, he's got this team playing some damn good ball. Uh, I did when I did uh, one of the prop bet articles a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, Atlanta, I think in the Dan Quinn era, they were allowing something like 440 yards a game since Raheem Morris took over. Uh, they've cut that by 80 yards that they're allowing a game. So, Obviously, uh, you know, again, look, this is the second time in, what, three weeks, I guess, that the that the Saints and the Falcons are playing each other. I, I like the Falcons in this one, and I kind of like them on the money line if we're going to get crazy about this. Oh, God, I'll take a side with you on this a billion yeah. times. A billion but, times. A billion times out of a billion. But do I get the points on take a side? What's the spread? We'll, we'll, we'll call it three. What's the actual spread? 
Uh, two and a half. It's it's it's. Why why am I giving you three then? What's well, the spread? Let me finish. It's what, uh, it's two. What is the spread? All right. Well, it opens at three and a half. You want to take it there? No, I want to know <laughs> right right now. That is that was my question. Was what is the current spread? So, but that's the thing. So, this is the problem, right? We need we need universal lines because this is ridiculous for podcasters like ourselves. But DraftKings has it at two and a half, and oh, other sports, you other sports, sports books have it at, at three. Well, we'll meet halfway. You can have it at three. Thank you. I'll take New Orleans minus three. You can have the Falcons plus three, and if the Falcons win money line, we'll give you double the points. How's that? I like it. I like it a lot. You still have to catch up. You're still you're still a ways away. So that ooh, that that's actually a new a new wrinkle in this game. If we're playing spread, but if the under if the person who takes the underdog likes it enough and they win money line, we we give two points instead of one. I love bonuses. Love bonuses. You can have the bonuses, but you won't especially, get it. Especially in the holiday season, but right? Like the, the Saints, the Saints are going to win twenty-four to twelve. Now I, I just they'll score a touchdown. Let's go twenty-four seventeen. I just you and I both have a couple different employers. It, you know, the bonus in the holiday season that people love that. You know, yeah. You know, just throw it out there. You know, maybe somebody listening will want to give a bonus. You know, like. Hey, if hey, all the listeners, they can give us, they can give us <laughs> bonus stars. Yeah, give me that popcorn, baby. So, all right, again, ever since they made the head coaching change, things have been great. Now, the one, the one game that this did not work out so well was against the Saints for the Falcons. But Matty Ryan had, had a decent day throwing the ball, but the turnovers are what really crushed them. Uh, they had three field goals really early in the first half. They could not get the ball in the end zone, and that wound up being the difference in the game. But, um, yeah, I look, Atlanta absolutely smoked the Falcons outright last season in New Orleans, and then they played – you remember that Thanksgiving game where they had the three onside kicks in a row? Whatever, I think they, like, ended up covering the spread. But yeah. I think Atlanta Atlanta's due for a close game with New Orleans. This is, this is usually a pretty good rivalry. I don't – Agree with you, hence why we're taking sides here. But um, I'm totally okay with this. I'm totally happy with it. Um, I will, I will take the Saints. I will take them happily. I will keep riding the Taysom Hill train, even though he is not a quarterback. I'm not really sure what he is, but he keeps scoring touchdowns and they keep scoring points. And the op- the offense is functional, and he is keeping the seat warm for when Drew Brees comes back. And also, the odds for the Saints to win the Super Bowl keep going up, meaning once it hits 15 to 1, I'm in. Fair enough. You like that? I actually, I liked it. I swear to God, I love the Saints preseason to win the Super Bowl just because it was Drew. Like 8 to 1, 10 to 1. Yeah, but I love. Which is great. I love Drew Brees uh, like last season. I thought that that was going to be sort of like a nice rallying cry for the team. Um, But. You know, selfishly, I think the Bucks, if they see him for the third time, maybe things are a little different. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, one, one thing to note, too, Alvin Kamara. So, last couple of weeks, he really hasn't been toting the rock like the bell cow. Um, you know, he's kind of got a little bit of a foot issue. I think the the Saints are doing sort of the that Aaron Jones thing with the Packers do sometimes with him where, you know, we're not going to give you – 
all of these different touches. So, you know, playing DFS this week, certainly watch out for that. But it's also worth noting, too, that the Falcons historically have done a really good job against Kamara. Uh, if we're talking about, you know, let's just put it into DraftKings points perspective. Uh, he has faced the Falcons blah, 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 seven times over the course of his career. He has not exceeded 20 points in all but six of those games. So uh, he, had, he had one big game uh, two seasons ago there against the Falcons, but you know, this is this is a matchup where they, they kind of got Kamara in check. So if they can kind of, you know, contain that run game, obviously Latavius Murray had a pretty big week last week. He's been getting a little more touches here down the stretch. But if they can contain him, contain Taysom Hill, I think that, you know, I think that this is going to be a nice path to victory here for the Falcons. It's possible, but no, no, no. My, my, my ultimate answer is no, the Falcons are losers. I don't care what they did last week. I see it now. I get it now. I get it. They broke your heart last week, and you can't, you can't possibly get back to them. We'll see. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll be able to talk early next week, and I will happily say that uh, you didn't get. You're not going to get double points. All right. We'll see about that, my friend. A um, couple of one o'clock games that we didn't touch on. We could do it real quick if you have any thoughts. Bengals at Dolphins, Lions at Bears. Anything uh, intrigue you there? Well, Bengals, Dolphins. We don't know who the starting quarterback for the Dolphins is, so I, I, I'm not. I have nothing on that just yet. Um, they're a different team if Tua plays versus Fitzpatrick. So I'm not going to give an answer since it's Thursday night and we still don't know who the quarterback is there. Yeah. Um, and in the Bears Lions game, we know that Mitchell Trubisky is starting again. And I, I guess I like the Bears. I don't, I don't know why they're home, right? And their defense is really, really good. And the Lions stink. But if the Lions get Amendola and Swift back, I feel marginally different. So I'm literally like this on that, where. If Swift and Amendola play, I probably won't bet it. But if they don't, then I'm then I'm on the Bears. All right, I honestly I have zero feeling or attachment to either one of these games. I know obviously, you know David Montgomery. It's funny I saw a tweet from somebody today in these fantastic like David Montgomery has had three absolute knockout of the park matchups this year, and he hasn't done shit in any of them. So. Uh, that that's certainly worth noting, but you know, hey, what do they say? Four times a charm, right? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just I can't I can't get on board with either of these games. So there we go. Uh, all right, four o'clock. This is where things start to get very very interesting. So let us begin. Let's go Rams Cardinals because I think that this one probably has the most meaning behind it uh, in this matchup. We see the Rams as three-point favorites. It opened as the Cardinals as a one-point favorite. So to see this going that way, pretty damn telling to me. Uh, Cardinals getting a lot of money here on the money line at plus 130, uh, 70% of the money there, but uh, 66% of the money towards the Rams spread here at minus three. Interesting that this game is being played in Arizona. Pretty big game for the, you know, somewhat divisional standing here. Of course, you know, the playoffs as well. Arizona has not been, you know, at their best here. You know, New England, Bill Belichick got a hold of another young quarterback last week, which was pretty interesting. 
curious to know because I can kind of go either way on this, but you know, we'll see where we wind up. But who you like here? I'm I'm swinging just like the spread is on this one, where I think I think I like the Rams, but I'm really not that sure. Where a lot of it is what we saw the previous week, where the Rams looked good and Arizona didn't look good. So where does that put me here? It's a divisional matchup. They know each other very well. Um, I this is a game that I'm off. I'm not. I, I just. I, if I'm going down all the games and I'm making decisions, I'm not, this is not something that I'm putting any money on, but whichever team is getting the points, I will take those points. Okay. No matter where it is, no matter where it falls, obviously if you can give me plus three, either way, love it. I'm in. Boy, things like you look at the Cardinals last five games, right? Like check this out. So, they, uh, they had that overtime win against Seattle. Remember the comeback win where, you know, the one penalty, you know, put them back in the game that they really had no business being in. Uh, you go to the next week. That was the game that they lost against the Dolphins that I wanted to shoot myself in the face over. The week uh, after that, it was the Hail Mary game against Buffalo where they won that game. Uh, they lose in Seattle the next week on the Thursday night, and then they lose at New England. So, can make the argument here that this is a very, very overrated Cardinals team, and that's probably why we saw the spread, you know, shift so heavily in favor of the Rams. Uh, the Rams absolutely boat raced the Cardinals last year in Arizona, so interesting to know that as well. But I mean, just kind of thinking about how how the Cardinals have played lately. You know, we start getting Aaron Donald after Kyler Murray, not going to be the same kind of guy. Uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey against DeAndre Hopkins, that's going to be a fantastic one-on-one matchup. But, I, you know, you know my my mantra, right, where, oh, shit, you know, the home team isn't getting three points? Like, let's dig into this a little further. Yeah, and that you always and, bring this up. So t- yeah. talk me through it for and talk our listeners th- through it for those of us who haven't tuned in before. Right. You say the same thing, and it hits 80% of the time? Like, is that like a – 118 percent of the time. It, what it it, it, it hits 100 percent of the time, 80 percent. <laughs> so uh, obviously, look if you're the home team, Vegas automatically gives you three points. That's that's the standard for the NFL. So every time that you see a team not getting those three points, you just have to wonder to yourself, why are they not getting those three points? Uh, and and look, it makes sense, right? Like. If you're a home team in the NFL, you know, this year is definitely a little different, right? Like, we don't have crowd helping to go into this kind of stuff. But I just, you know, knowing the two rosters of this team, the Rams are a much better team. I think they're much well better coached. Uh, you know, last week's game for the Rams was a little difficult of a start. They got back into it. Kyle Shanahan absolutely has Sean McVay's number. I don't know what the hell the deal is there, but – Again, if you don't you don't get three points, or if you're not given three points as a home team, there's something wrong there, and it's it's worth investigating. So the fact that this thing swung, uh, I guess what like essentially four points, it, it's it's certainly worth digging into. Tom Tom Brady four Tom Brady four. Say what now? Tom Brady, where he didn't know what down it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? 
Yes. Yeah. Not, not one of his finer moments Wait, this so season. Arizona went. It went from a pick'em to now Arizona is getting three at home. Right. So you you're you. So who do you think is right? Do you think the public is right, or are you taking Arizona plus three? No, I'm. I'm. I just talked myself into the Rams. Like that's. So t- so that's the opposite of what you usually do. No. No. Exactly what I do. The fact that so the Rams, if, if the home team isn't, if the line isn't moving towards the home team, and that it's actually hit the three point mark, you will then take whichever way the the line is moving against the home team. Sort of. Uh, and, 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 like just I'm to put in this, to explain it because I'm I'm trying to get it, and I know if I don't get it, that nobody else gets it. No, no, no but just to put it, because we have our own language that you know, taking sides gibberish. No, no, it's fine. But it's simple, right? Like if the home team is not a three point favorite, or they're less than a three point favorite, then there's reason to be suspicious, and that and that's where I start, you know, digging it. So again. If you're not at least a three-point favorite at home, I'm probably going against you. I got and the fact that and the fact that this has swung all the way to the Rams being favored by three now on the road, and that's another thing too. I think if you're favored by at least three on the road, that's why I think I like the Cardinals now. I'll take three points in a divisional matchup at home. You want to go take a side? No, we've done too many. And and this no, I have no confidence in this one. This is us legitimately talking this out and trying to figure out what the right play is here because I don't think either of us knows. Where usually you feel something or I feel something, what? and we are actually talking this one out, and we still haven't come to an answer. I mean, I I I did right, like just I I mean before we did the show, I did not look at the at the Cardinals last five games and be like, holy shit, this team is really trending downward. Now, they've lost a lot of close games for sure. They've been in them, but they they are not who they were at the beginning of the season. That's for damn sure. Right, but no, I don't know. They they got Buda Baker back who makes an enormous difference for them, but they lost one of their DNs. I'm oh my god, he the pro bowler. Why am I forgetting his name? That's made an enormous difference. Why can I not? Do you know who I'm talking about? Nope. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Because um, <laughs> I'm going to look up their injury report. But they lost one of their ends who puts pressure on the quarterback. Oh, number one, Larry Fitzgerald is not playing because of COVID. That's your boy. Oh, Chandler Jones. That's who's out. That is a big name. He tore his biceps. He's on injured reserve. So since since one. he has been out, you what what what's their record the last three games? Uh, they, two two and one. So they've still gone two and one even without him. But the defense just doesn't look the same. But what I'm saying, the last two wins that the Cardinals have, they didn't deserve those wins. A win is a win is a win is a win is a win. Yeah, but a win is also DeAndre Hopkins jumping up in the sky and catching a ball over three people. He still did it. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. Jalen Ramsey is going to be on his ass today or on Sunday. Great. Um, Ready? If you and I are playing ping pong and it's tied at at 19 apiece and you win the next point, so you're up 20 to 19. And then, and then yes. you hit a ball, and I return it, and it goes in, but I fall over and I break my ankle. Did you win? Does it count? Yeah. Does it count? Well, I mean, it 
Can you no, continue but it I, again? But I hit the shot to then tie the game. Do you win right. because my ankle's broken? Do you? Well, if you, you can't continue, then yeah. So a win is a win is a win is a win. Doesn't matter. I mean, if you if you can play in the chair sitting there, then good <laughs> on you. You know, I'll sit there <laughs> and you still probably win. Oh, so actually, you, actually, the reason. I, Hold on. The, the reason that the ping pong game is even at 20 to 19 is probably because you're sitting in no, a wheelchair. I'm you righty instead of lefty. <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a wheelchair. In, in, By the way, you're, Paul is amazing at you're, you're, Paul, you're better than that. You're better than Paul's that. amazing at ping pong, by the way, folks. I, if, you, if, you. if anybody wants to sign up a game against Paul, I, I highly recommend it. It, it may oh, be better. Dude, this is branded perfectly. Take yeah. a side. You play on different sides in ping pong. Yeah. We will have. Once everything clears up and we are better, we should have like a taking sides fans ping pong tournament. We're like we're we're like the last two as like Mortal Kombat, but we're the last <laughs> two that they have to beat. How awesome I'm, would that be? I'm Sub Zero. Fine, and I'm what's who's like the guy? Johnny Cage. No, 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 no. I'm Come like, on, you're a perfect no, Johnny Cage. I'm the, I'm the villain that you have to beat. Oh, Raiden? No. No, Raiden's a good guy. The guy oh. that if you if you beat everybody else, yeah. then you play the guy on top of the castle. I'm the guy on the castle, but only for like our level, because I'm like I'm very good, but I'm but like there are people that kick my butt. Yeah. I'm good for normal people. Is that a good way of explaining <sighs> yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'm weirdly good if you're a normal person, but if you are just like if ping pong is your best sport. Then we got to talk. Yeah, it's like me with hockey. Like, I'm really good at, amongst my friends. But, you know, if I went and played the Arizona Coyotes or something, I'd get my ass kicked. We, we'll stick you with some, like, D3 school, and it'll be close. I right? did. Montclair, Montclair oh, that, State. That, but that's what you're, you're also 15 years older, bro. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same anymore. I don't even I, have, my, I don't I don't even have my own equipment anymore. I, I'm not sure if I can't hit. If I can't hit a 90 mile an hour fastball anymore, or if I can't hit a curveball anymore, or if the answer is both. Like you you feel me? Like I do. When was the last time? Well, I threw I actually I went out on Thanksgiving and threw a baseball with my dad for the first time in years. Wow. If if our listeners don't know, not this year, but last August, my father had quadruple bypass, had a massive heart attack, and thank God he's still alive, but he hadn't done like any activity. So just throwing a baseball with him again, uh, just over a year later is just was, it was such like a, a cool, nice moment. My dad's 70. Oh God. I don't know how old he is. 73. Anyway, wow. either way, either way, but second heart attack that he's still ticking. And we were just able to do that was a really, really nice moment for me on Thanksgiving. But it just like, I got the itch where I'm like, Ooh, like, my arm feels great. I want to go. Yeah, up. right. Like you want to start popping it over across. Right? <laughs> like, I, sorry, Dad. Sorry, sorry. Big ass crow hop and launch it. <laughs> Just see what happens. Uh, Jesus. Way to go. Way to go, Paul. Hurt cheers, cheers, cheers to to Scotty getting back on the horse on Thanksgiving. That was nice. That was nice. All right, let's uh, let's take it up to Green Bay. Uh, we've got the Green Bay Packers hosting the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. The miraculous cover backdoor covering Philadelphia oh, Eagles from Monday wow. night. Um, this opened at six and a half for the Packers. Right now, I see it at nine, uh, eight and a half on DraftKings. 
Uh, a lot of money heading towards the over. That that's the first thing that I noticed here. Uh, we have we saw the total open at forty eight and a half. Uh, we got points bet got it at forty seven and a half. DraftKings at forty eight. Uh, and then looking at the money line, things have really changed here. So Green Bay opened at minus three hundred. Now sitting at minus three seventy five. Eagles plus 250 is where they open, plus 330 is where they're at. Green Bay getting 84% of the money on the money line there. So my big thing here, I actually wrote about Aaron Rodgers uh, in the quarterback props article, us-odds.com is where you can find that. So, look, big thing here. The, I could not believe this. I Like, I thought this was a joke. You know, guess how many interceptions the Eagles have this season? Four. Very close three, oh, and, and give me, and we, give me and, over under next time. No, because I'll give it away. I'm happy. And, I guess so close. And two of those were in the same game. So with, you know, this with, was it Daniel Jones. Because oh, that's even if it's Daniel Jones, those are free interceptions. I gotta look this up. Jesus, but yeah, I, I like I could not believe that. Like that is just insane. Um, so the, the Packers are going to kill them. Like. I don't care any 10 or less. I'm on the Packers. Now, keep in mind, Green Bay, they lost at home to the Eagles last season. Not not one of the finer moments for them. So, so the, the two interceptions, all right, so one of those interceptions was against Daniel Jones. That was the, the Thursday night game in Philly. And then the two, those were for Nick Mullins. That's even worse. Yeah, yeah. These are fake. This is not real. Aaron Rodgers is going to annihilate them. Yes. And what's kind of crazy, too, again, for you DFS players out there, I couldn't believe this, but I'm looking at the at the prices here for the quarterback. So Rodgers is the – he's only the fifth most expensive quarterback on DraftKings this week at 6,800. I think it's an absolute joke that he's down there. But – Knowing that, and Aaron Rodgers, too, in three straight games, he's completed at least 70% of his passes. Uh, you know, this is just an absolute pick them, dice them up sort of game this week. Looking at the prop numbers for Aaron Rodgers this week, uh, 290 and a half passing yards, 24 and a half passing completions at minus 130. I think that's something I'm definitely going to get in on here. And again, I, I think a lot of teams in the past really haven't tried to run against the Eagles, but you know, this season is a little different, but given the spread on this game, it just, it seems like the Packers are going to absolutely maul them in this one. But I, I, again, I just think too, just knowing how many interceptions the Eagles have gotten this season Aaron Rod- so the Eagles have three as a team. Aaron Rodgers has thrown four himself. This is uh, going to be a you game, know, th- dude. This is like nah. like I think we're still con- thinking about the Eagles that won the Super Bowl. This is not that team. I, I am not. I am certainly not. They th- that was a disaster on Monday Night Football. So many bad coaching decisions. You know, the, the only reason Doug Peterson still has a job is because of that Super Bowl. I, you want to say we're, you want to say we're looking at it like they won the Super Bowl. Nah. Random thought. This will not happen, but you never know. Okay. Doug Peterson is still under contract for who knows how long because he won a Super Bowl. Right. Is it humanly possible that the Jets could trade a pick for Doug Peterson? The the Buccaneers did it. Peterson would be a nice fit with the Jets. He has a relationship with the GM um, who's there from their time with the Eagles together. I think that his time 
uh, Joe Douglas. Sorry, I, I forgot his name for a second. Yes. The, I think his time with the Eagles, if he's connected to Wentz, they might be over together. And I think that Doug Peterson would create the right culture for the New York Jets. Um, I have, I'm not sure about Carson Wentz because he still shows flashes. I feel bad for him because it's the injury that made him go from I'm an MVP candidate to I'm not even sure if I'm an NFL quarterback. But I really, really think that if Peterson somehow ends up with the Jets and then the Jets either keep Darnold or end up with Trevor Lawrence, that that is thus a really, really positive relationship for the next three, five, ten years. Yeah, I think, you know, without a doubt, you got to go after Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, assuming he wants to come out next season. But I don't know. I tell like if I'm the Jets, I kind of feel like I got to make an absolute splash. And I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like Doug Peterson what, is what that are you, guy. What, what are you thinking? Like Harbaugh, which I would think like Eric Bieniemy. I don't think that's a splash. There's a reason that guy hasn't gotten a job yet. Yeah, but he's he's been very innovative. I very agree. good. But he also has Patrick Mahomes. I get that, and he was I, he was there with Alex Smith. Yeah, but he wasn't calling the plays at that point. Okay, he, he still doesn't call the plays. Andy Reid calls the plays. He's the offensive okay. coordinator. Andy Reid calls the plays. I I don't know. I think to me, the enemy would be a nice. That, how is that a splash? That's what I don't get. It's like a splash. I would think is like when the Cowboys or the Jets went and got Bill Parcells. I think it's exciting, right? Like you got to do something exciting on offense. The Jets, the Jets that we know our entire lives, they're defensive minded, run the football team. Not like they need to get some high flying going. Mike Marks. Like they have to. Let's bring Mike Marks back. <laughs> I like it. Greatest. Ozier. Oh, yes. Get, get Ozier Keen in the slot. Yeah. yeah that, we go. that was, I loved playing with them in Madden. Because you had yeah, Holt, you had Holt, Isaac Bruce, and Azazir Akeem, and you could run yep. swing passes to Marshall Falk all day. Absolutely. But I hated because Kurt Warner had no mobility. And I always in Madden, I always liked playing with mobile quarterbacks, but that team was just it was it was too easy. It was fun. I had a friend that I would play and he'd put he was such an asshole. He was actually the quarterback of the football team. He uh he would put Tory Holt on the end. So like every time you wanted to kick an extra point. He'd time the shit perfectly and, and like block every single one of your extra point. It was so aggravating, but those are just whatever glitches in the game. Those are gone. Yeah, you yeah, know. Um, but yeah, back back to Packers. I mean, I absolutely love we, them in this game. We, we love the Packers. I I circled yeah, I, think, I circled this as one of the games that I'm going to try to play this week for sure. And you know, on FanDuel, you know how they have that that same game parlay sort of thing. I think you can kind of you know, take a couple of these different Aaron Rodgers prop bets and, and sort of, uh, you know, kind of mix them into the same mixing bowl. And uh, I think it'll work out pretty damn well. You're not going to get – see, that's the thing, though, right? Like, you're not – like like on these Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins props that we talked about earlier, you're, not, you're definitely not getting plus odds on any of these. So if you can kind of, you know, take the completions and the passing yards and the touchdowns and things like that, I think, you know, it makes a it makes a nice cookie at the end. As long as you win, that's right. Love cookies. Love cookies. What's your favorite cookie? Oh, I'm a big sugar guy. You just like straight sugar cookies. Uh, that is my favorite, but, I mean, peanut butter cookies are great. Uh, you, chocolate chip? Where's your chocolate, chocolate chip? Chocolate chip's too easy. I mean, what who the you, hell? What are, what are your thoughts on black and white cookies? 
love black and white cookies, but I, the white part. I'm not. I don't like. Ch- I'm a vanilla guy. Me too. I break it in half and I only eat the vanilla. <laughs> I give it to like a bird or something. Yeah. Why? But why don't? Because it's not real chocolate. The vanilla tastes like vanilla in a black and white cookie. The chocolate is just like worse than Hershey's. I like even chocolate. I like white chocolate better than you I, know. Like I, the, I'm a dark like Hershey's cookies and cream bar. Oh my god, it doesn't get better than that. So I love dark chocolate. I don't like. I typically don't like milk chocolate. I think dark chocolate tastes better. And then what's your favorite candy? A candy uh, Swedish. Well, all right. Swedish fish is my favorite love, candy. Love Swedish fish, but yes. not, 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 not sweets. Like what's, your favorite, cho- bar? what's your favorite chocolate bar? Uh, I mean, Snick- Twix. I got to go Twix. Oh, Twix too. Oh. <laughs> you and I can hang out on Halloween. You, I'll be left Twix. You'll be white. You'll be white. You'll be right Twix. <laughs> And we'll uh, we'll get we'll talk to I'm gonna reach out to Twix and see if they want to sponsor taking sides left Twix right Twix. Wow, that's I hard. love that. That you cannot say that three times. I can't even do it. I keep Twix Twix left, Twix. That's hard. Twix 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 left left Twix right Twix left Twix right Twix left Twix right Twix. Very good, very good. It's all it's all in the mental, Paul. I all right. I, I have no mental. It just happens. There's no stop sign between my brain and my mouth. That's my problem. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Um, let's talk about one last. I mean, all right. We can briefly brush over the last one, but what, what's left? There's we got double Monday night and Tuesday night. Yeah, but I don't know. We don't even know what the hell's going on there. So what, I was just I was just gonna cap off with the Patriots, Chargers, and the Giants, Seahawks. Cool. Done. Let's do it. All right. So Patriots, Chargers, uh, this Chargers opened as one and a half point favorites. I don't know how. Uh, right now we've got this at a pick on William Hill and the Chargers are at plus one on DraftKings. So depending on who you like in this one, that you should definitely. Uh, by the way, if you don't have the Action Network tool where you, uh, you know, if you have an account on there, you could see where the best lines are for each game. I highly recommend doing that. It's a, great, um, it's a great tool. Absolutely. 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 The, and they the don't action, pay the us the dime. The Action Network. No, this is because we we enjoy this tool and it helps both of us. But yeah, it's it's really, really good. And the technology that they have over there is fantastic. Yeah. And absolutely. Don't you know, don't feel like you're beholden to one line, folks. You know, shop around. This is this is the Internet. It's all good. Um, so, yeah. You want, so you want, you want to make a video for jump around, but call it shop around. And I like it. Who who? All right, we need a videographer. How about we could get Nick from uh, from you know our old place. He would do you. That. You have like every jersey on the face of the earth, so you have a Boston Celtics jersey, right? No. Oh, Wait, why do I need a Celtics jersey? Because in the House of Pain, like all they okay. all they were were oh, Irish Celtics. So, so if I was to own a Celtics jersey, right? Hundred percent Larry Bird. My my aunt is a massive Celtics fan. Oh, yeah. When I was at school in Boston, she used to take me to Celtics games because she got tickets through the Ritz. She's one of their accountants. Um, nice. So, like, growing up, I was an enormous Knicks fan. But yep. Watching, like, highlights of Larry Bird and, like, he was just otherworldly. So, if I am ever going to get a Celtics jersey, there's no question asked. questions asked. It would be Larry Bird. My dad in his youthful days was often like a doppelganger for Larry Bird. I actually have the Bird Magic book. It's right there if you can't see nice. it. Nice. Literally right there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a great book. If you haven't read it, I'll send it to you. 
It's re- like hearing how much they hated each other and then how they became best friends is just a like a it's like a one of those talent recognizes talent stories. Yeah. They absolutely despised one another and then now they're like lifelong best friends. Yeah, good on them cuz if I hate you that's it. There's no coming back. Sorry. I got to go. See ya. Yeah. Yeah, I like honestly if I hate you that's it. Say ya. Oh, I know, I know this. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen you in action. Yeah. But yo, let's let's get to these last two games real quick. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So kind of like how we did with the Rams Cardinals. We're gonna talk ourselves through this Patriots Chargers yeah, game. Right, right. So I'm like, I looked at I, I so the listeners don't know. I send Al a screenshot of my picks. <laughs> Just so and, we know and, like, and this one had a was the only question mark. Literally no X, no pick. Just I drew a question mark over it because I don't it's one of those weird lines as, yeah. as we used to say where something's up here which makes me think we're supposed to take the Chargers because the Patriots should be favored. Could it yeah. be that Cam is questionable? Uh, I don't even know. Like we have the league's best at, like ever head coach up against the league's worst ever head coach. How yeah, Anthony yeah. Lynn has the how Anthony Lynn has a job still. I mean, you could ask a lot of different people that had the Chargers last uh, like plus what was it plus five plus five and a half last week. Absolutely bamboozled them in that final stretch right there. So so what we've learned about Anthony Lynn is you want to bet him when he is a big dog and you want to fade him whenever he's a favorite. Yeah. Literally caught in the middle here, which is why I think this game is very, very similar to last week when we were right to take the Patriots because you had Bill Belichick against Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury this week. We have Bill Belichick against Anthony Lynn, no matter who the players, could you imagine? Okay. Let's take last week's game. If Bill Belichick was the coach of the Arizona Cardinals, how much would the Cardinals have won that game by? 13 is the number that popped into my head. At least. Right. So now we're in a very similar situation where if Belichick was coaching the Chargers, I think the Chargers are favored by eight. Here, I I completely forgot it. I'm glad that I remembered because this is really interesting. This is an unprecedented I mean, 2020 itself has just been ridiculous, but it was an unprecedented road trip for the Patriots. So they play the Chargers here on Sunday, and then they play the Rams on Thursday. They might, they might change, but California's getting shut down. Oh, no, they absolutely are. They yeah, absolutely California's are. California's getting shut down little by little. We, what's uh, the one of the Monday night games? San Francisco, right. The oh, yeah. The Niners are now in Arizona. They are the Ari- well, no, I think- Arizona San Francisco 49ers. Well, that the the ruling that you're talking about was just for Santa Clara or Santa Clara County, right. so that that's why they had it. But yeah, I know now that that governor is an absolute disgrace out there in California. We but don't do politics he, on this show. Stop it. It's not politics. It's just saying good versus evil. But I don't know if that I don't know if that ruling. Um, I don't know if it that doesn't affect if, the rest of California, but yeah. it could soon. Yeah. You know, so that's like, inter- so that's very interesting. I mean, but anywho, even if that were the case, and this is probably why we're seeing the line kind of where it is, because you think about the Patriots. I think you know we can agree mentally they're ready for every single situation, but this is a situation that 
I don't think anybody could be ready for it. You know, what? like, forget if COVID was even a thing, you know, where you had to play two games in, what, four days in Los Angeles? You know how they always say uh, with the NBA? Do we know where they're practicing? Do we know that the are the Patriots still on the West Coast? They're going to stay there the entire time, yeah. Wait, where are they right now? I mean, I'm sure they're in New England. They're probably not going to fly out until, what, like Friday or Saturday? Then you think they're going to spend 10 days in California. No, four. They play on Thursday. So they play Sunday at the Chargers, and then the same stadium they play four days later on Thursday. Yeah, the question is where do they practice, but yes. It's just wild. Like, this is – this has never happened before. But how does that affect this game? I, I think would, I, would, I would think the next game is the troublesome game. Yeah, but I look, I think that I think both games, I think they're gonna be at a disadvantage, you know, just kind of being on the road, having having that in your head, like, oh shit, you know, like we gotta play another four games and stay out here the entire time. And all that uncertainty in California, you know, like I imagine that it's gonna be difficult. Okay, I just made my decision. Bill Belichick dominates rookie quarterbacks. I forgot about this. Ah, yeah. Right. He is like, I'm, this is off the top of my head, but I think he's like 18 and two or something absurd against quarterbacks making their first start or rookie quarterbacks. Okay. So that being said, are the Pats getting points or the Pats, whatever it is, I'm, I just decided I'm taking the Pats in this game. I it's would, a it's a it's a pick 'em where they're favored by one, so essentially same thing. So I am now circling the New England Patriots. Okay, I'm hoping that the public comes in the other way, so I can get the Pats plus three because I think that's free money. Okay, uh, interesting to note too. The total, I mean, it's been going down a lot. Opened at forty nine. Uh, your boys at BetMGM have it at forty six and a half. Oh, that's so good, really. Yeah, fan duels over there at 47 and a half. Our, so our old boys. Yeah, uh, everybody, everybody's tumbling there on the total. So I think that could be an interesting number to take a look. I mean, Cam Newton has looked like absolute trash. Uh, thank he, God. He like a quarterback. No, thank God for covering last week. That he, was pretty nice. He, but He looks like Taysom Hill playing quarterback. Yeah, yikes. And not a good taste in hell right there. All right, so yeah, I think if 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 anything, I can kind of I can get on board with your lineage of Belichick against a rookie quarterback. That's it. And, That's, it. That's all I have. Okay, fair enough. All right, and then uh, last four o'clock game that we got Giants at the Seahawks. Seahawks ten point favorites, which I think is quite generous uh, in this matchup. Now. You know, oh, uh, I'm sorry, and a 47 total on this one money line. Uh, astronomically high at 500 for the Seahawks plus 425 there for the Giants. So I guess the big news in this one looks like Daniel Jones probably isn't going to play, which makes things very interesting here. Seattle's defenses look a lot better here over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Carlos Dunlap now in Seattle, Jamal Adams starting to play a little better as well. Um, You know, just in general, just, just a better team, but they're going to get a very favorable matchup here. Colt McCoy, I think he played, what, the second half for a little more than the second half against the Bengals last week. A couple field goals, a couple favorable positions there, but didn't look like things were going that well for the Giants. Uh, as a Giant fan, I'm sure you were tuned into that game, you know, for I, that one. What do, you, what do you think about Cole McCoy's chances this weekend? I think with a full week of practice, he will be fine. He is a 
the definition of a serviceable backup. We've seen him win some games in this league. But he, the Giants are not winning. <laughs> but, yeah. I like, I, I like Seattle minus nine and a half. I think that that's the right number. Seattle probably wins by 10, maybe more, because I just don't – I can't trust – I can't trust Colt McCoy to run this offense and score enough points to keep up with Seattle. Um, maybe like 31-17. Sounds about right. Yeah. Are you excited for the DK Metcalf-James Bradbury matchup? Am I excited for DK Metcalf to score touchdowns <laughs> against James Bradbury? Here's the thing. No, let Lockett have it. One of the two of them is going to score two touchdowns. So that's a nice prop bet. I would take both of them. I would take DK I like that. DK for two, and I would take Lockett for two, knowing one of them will probably lose, but the other one will definitely win. The U.S. odd crowd definitely hates my guts because I wrote up Lockett on uh, on, on Monday night, and it was Metcalf yeah. that went absolutely banana. Yeah. But did you see this? Did you see the stat though that on on average on all of Metcalf's catches he had a yard and a half separation on Darius Lay and still had that huge of a night? That's completely absurd. Wild. That's that. But yeah, it's like me trying to guard you in a football game because I'm a small person and you are a larger person. <laughs> I, I am not. I'm five no, ten. So I have a, a very good friend from growing up who was the tight end on my high school football team. And I went in our pickup games. I would try to guard him. He's a little more than six feet, and I'm five eight. And that's <laughs> literally watching that for real. That's what it was. Where I, I said to my dad while we were watching the game, I go, "Oh my god, that's like me and Howie when I used to try to guard him because it's impossible. I can literally be standing next to him, and all he has to do is jump up and catch the ball because I am I cannot jump that high or reach that high or be that large." When I lived in Tampa, there was a great pizza place, Hungry Howie's. Nice. So, and, there's, yeah. and Halftime Harry, he's a famous guy on Long Island. He covers high school sports. Halftime Harry. Like Howie, that. Howie. Same thing, right? Harry and Howie are similar, but not the same. I, I, will, I mean, it's going to be one of the most popular bets of the week. I'm looking at it right now. Seahawks getting 87% of the money on the spread. Uh, you know, 90% of the money on the money line. A lot of money on the over here too, about eighty-two percent going that way as well. But I, I don't think there's any way that you could feel confident in the Giants in this one with the backup quarterback. I, I will say this: Giants defense not so bad, not so bad here last few games. So if they are gonna have a chance in this game, it, it's gotta, it's gotta. Be, oh my goodness, it's gotta be that way, you know, for for them to play defense and, and keep this game close against Russ. I just. I don't see it happening for, for 60 minutes. There's just no way. Um, I hate that we have to end on this game because, you know, we, we, we made something out of nothing with a lot of these games today where we made it interesting. But unfortunately, this is not one of them. This, this will be likely a, uh, a nice Seattle victory here. I, I guarantee the Giants. <laughs> yeah, it just jinxed myself. Mortgage yeah. on the Giants. So, so now 24-17 – Seahawks gonna happen. They'll cover the nine and a half, but the Seahawks will still win. Yeah, <laughs> but that's I, but that's how yeah, you said ninety something percent is taking the Seahawks. That's what will happen. Yeah, absolutely. Which is sick and screwed up, but it is what it is. This uh, this has been a this has been a, a fun show. I've I've had a I've had a wonderful time tonight. 
Indeed. Likewise. And uh, if you're betting this weekend and you don't have any accounts on William Hill or Bet365, make sure you do so. You can get some free money. It's a very nice deal that the, that the people there have provided for us. If you use William Hill, use the promo code TS500. Uh, it's a risk-free bet of up to $500. So use that promo code TS500. And then on Bet365, you can use the promo code SIDES, and that gets you 100 uh, free dollar bet there if you you know risk up to or if you deposit to a hundred dollars so uh, sides on bet 365 ts 500 on william hill both of those some pretty nice deals and of course make sure you go to us-odds.com you're going to get all my prop bet articles and things of that nature there this week so make sure you check that out uh paul uh on the game day.com uh, tell the people where they can find your stuff you just did the game day.com um, uh, also, uh, at game day facts on Twitter. Um, also, uh, usually Friday night into Saturday morning, I will put up my best bet for the week where we use the bet three, six, five early payout promo. Uh, we've hit six of seven now, which is pretty nice. Yeah. You've so, been hot. So let's get on that. Um, that'll be posted on, uh, odds us on their Twitter, um, where, what, what happens is we take a team money line. If they go up by 17 at any point, you win automatically. But if they win, you still win. Uh, the only one that got me was the Chiefs when they got upset by the Raiders. So we'll keep it going this week. Please check, check that out on Twitter. Check all of us out on Twitter. Uh, follow us at taking underscore sides. Um, and hopefully I get it right again this week, right? Yeah. Let's do this. All right, folks, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we'll be back next week with a, another brand-new edition of Taking Sides. I'm Al. That's Paul. For me, Paul, and the rest of the Internet. We go. Peace.